Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Marcus Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Clemonin, Ontario, Canada, current events, local world news, and trending. Welcome to the show this morning. This is May the 9th at 9.04 a.m. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers all around the world. Good morning, everybody. I hope so far everybody has uh, uh, a good weekend so far. And here we are again, a year later, and another Mother's Day is today, May the 9th. Mother's Day 2021. Why do we celebrate this day? And what is so special about it? A single day can never be enough to celebrate that one person who painstakingly brought you into this world and strived to her best to give you the life you deserve. Mothers truly are one of the best gifts to mankind and being a mother can be a very thankless job at times. More often than not, mothers are always expected to put their child's needs above theirs and they do it selflessly and they do it so well. So yes, while one day we can never never be enough to thank mothers all around the world, Mother's Day can be used as an opportunity to remind them how special and loved they are. Most importantly, we can use this day to give mothers all the time for some love and pampering, which they definitely miss out on while running around taking care of everyone else's needs. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada, in today's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers around the world. And they all obviously uh, deserve a round of an applause. And also a big cheer for our mothers. But how did this day come to exist? The Mother's Day celebration could be traced back to the early 20th century in the United States, it is believed that the 
The United States celebrated uh, the first Mother's Day in the U.S. A woman named Anna Jarvis organized a memorial in memory of her mother after she died in 1905. Three years after her mother's death, Jarvis organized of a memorial ceremony at the St. Andrew's Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia to honor her mother and all mothers. Thus the celebration of Mother's Day began to recognize their efforts and value in our lives. Mother's Day officially came into existence after former U.S. President Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation in 1914, declaring the second Sunday in the month of May as a national holiday. In ancient times, Mother's Day was also celebrated by the Greeks and the Romans by worshiping goddess Ray in, in uh, Sibel. When do we usually celebrate Mother's Day? This day is celebrated on different dates in, in various countries. Mother's Day is celebrated on the fourth Sunday of March in the memory of Mother Church of Christian Mothering Sunday in the United Kingdom. The day is observed on February the 2nd in Greece, whereas many Arab countries celebrate it on March 21st. Most other countries, including India, will, however, celebrate Mother's Day on May the 9th. So amidst the, the raging coronavirus pandemic, wherein mothers have taken the extra load off of work, take out time to make her feel extra special and loved. Now, here we are again in this crazy pandemic and we want to celebrate Mother's Day. We want to see our mothers. Now here in Ontario with these stay at home order orders, you know, can we see our mothers this Mother's Day? Because really we're not supposed to visit anybody outside of our household. Right, so our doctor, one of our doctors here is asking that we see our mothers virtually. Right, because this virus is still spreading. And we know it spreads from person to person. Which is why we have been so focused on asking everybody to limit the number of contacts that you have. Historically, Ontario hasn't done well with holidays. And this is true. The province has seen spikes in cases following events like Easter, Christmas and Thanksgiving. 
but other infection disease specialists says many people are past the point of giving up every event. I have to agree with that because we have, we are past that point with all the struggles that we have gone through this pandemic. Would you rather people do it virtually right now? Absolutely. People are missing life events left and right that could be done outdoors safely. It starts the larger discussion of when we can start opening up at least low risk outdoor stuff for people. People who live close to their parents, it's difficult hearing that they can't go celebrate Mother's Day. It would be helpful to give people information on how to celebrate safely instead of telling them there's no way to do it. And from all along and time to time, you know, stay away from people, don't gather in large groups, yada, yada, yada. We hear this every single day, right? Every single day. Is there a safe way of doing it? Now, although the financial health officials still, you know, still, you know, to stay at home and avoid in-person gatherings, there are low-risk activities you could consider. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host from London, Ontario, Canada. Again, happy Mother's Day to everyone, to every mothers around the world. Now, still following the public health rules, but if you were going to do it, do it outdoors. If you take a distance walk, that's appropriate. If you're in an area that's a bit more crowded, yeah, go ahead. You can uh, you can uh, call in. Absolutely. I just saw that pop up on my screen. So if you still now. If you're in an area that is a bit more crowded, consider wearing a mask for, for both sides. So mom put a mask on, son put a mask on, daughter put a mask on. But if you think you know, you're then using the opportunity to use, again, a low-risk environment. Outdoors is a low-risk environment. It's not 100% bulletproof but it is absolutely low risk. This is coming from the top doctors and disease and infection doctors. Saying that low risk activities outdoors is safe. 
but we still have to follow them the rules by if we can't social distance then we have to wear a mask the stay-at-home orders was implemented back on april the 8th and this in this set is set to expire on may the 20th however it's not clear at this point if the order will be ex extended or not under the orders right now ontarians are not allowed to gather with people other than members of their household so how are we going to celebrate it this year now last year even though you know we are in this stay-at-home order and lockdown and can't gather with other members of the household and things like that the politicians making these rules broke the rules and they got called out for it people are breaking the rules all over the place all over the world What's being done about it? Well, here in Ontario, if you break the rules, you get fined. $780 is what you get fined. Now, it's not just this one doctor saying that outside, doing safe activities outside. It's other doctors. When it comes to our mental health, whether we are adults or we're kids, they're saying a safe outdoor activity, activity can be accomplished. Physical distancing while you're doing it. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario. Just out here this morning, you know, this is Mother's Day. And um, again, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Now, of course, it's really difficult for people who have their parents who live in uh, a nursing home. Unless you're Unless you're uh, fully vaccinated at this point in time, you cannot visit your mother in a retirement home or, or a nursing home if you're not vaccinated. If you're not an essential caregiver to your mother, then they're saying, you know, you can't go in and visit your mother in the retirement home or the nursing home. People who are designated um, caregivers for their parents here in Ontario, only two members of the family will have that opportunity to be designated as caregivers. They will be able to visit their parents in a retirement home or a nursing home. 
Now, flowers have been flying off the shelves this Mother's Day and like every Mother's Day and cards. So you know for sure that someone is going to visit their mother. If this is the case, do it safely, do it outdoors. Now, other doctors to also, you know, um, are calling on the Ontario government to open up the outdoor amenities for kids. And this is from the Canadian um, the Canadian Society for, for Children are calling on the Canadian government to immediately open and reopen outdoor recreation spaces. Right now, kids can go play in the park. They can go play in all the climbers. Kids can't go to basketball courts and a and, and couple kids go shoot some hoops. We as adults, teenagers, whatever the case may be, we cannot go to a golf course. For those who are joining me, thank you for joining me this morning. Now, of course, you know, mental health can affect all of us. And it's going to affect us all of us in different ways. For months now, and even when the stay-at-home orders were put in place, the Ontario government shutting down all outdoor amenities. Only to get a lot of backlash from healthcare professionals. Especially when it came, when it comes to children that they should be able to go out and play in the playgrounds and not being locked up in the house all day long. Kids are doing online learning and they're going to be doing this right through to the end of the school year. You know, just what is this? This is May 9th. So, I mean, we're looking at, you know, seven weeks, maybe to, to eight weeks, and that would be the end of school. They're not going to be going back to in class. Now, they want the government to open these outdoor 
recreation spaces say enclosure is having devastating effects on children and youth amid this pandemic. In this open letter posted on Twitter on Friday, the society say they cannot overstate the extent of the mental health crisis facing their children and youth. They're talking about their clinics and hospitals are overrun with families seeking care for children with youth who are in distress, anxiety, hopelessness, depression. The ban on outdoor recreational facilities began in April. When the province imposed tighter restrictions and extended the stay at home order as new cases of the virus surged. And yes, it did. Outdoor amenities doing it safely and responsibly wasn't playing any factor in the increase of COVID-19. What was playing and what wasn't doing in in the increase of COVID-19 cases here in Ontario and especially in the Toronto greater areas, workplace outbreaks was the main driving force of the increases in COVID-19. Not safely playing outside not safely playing around the golf. None of those played a factor. In the last year, over 20 million rounds of golf have been played. And not one single case was proven that it came from the golf courses or it came from the basketball course or it came from the tennis court. It was driven from workplace outbreaks indoors. People not be people have to make a decision when 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 you're working and you're a low wage earner and you have to make that decision whether you have to go into work because you have to make a paycheck. People go in not feeling well. Spreads throughout the workplace. Already three times during this pandemic, Amazon in the greater Toronto area has been closed or temporarily closed because of workplace outbreaks. We've seen it in Walmarts. We've seen it in grocery stores. Now I haven't seen any outbreaks in a restaurant because people, you know, at times restaurants were able to have, you know, maybe 25 people in the restaurant or people sitting on the patio outside far as I know, there hasn't been any known cases 
from doing that. And certainly not in the greater Toronto area because the greater Toronto area, Brampton, Mississauga, Toronto, um, um, York regions, believe it or not, they have been in the gray lockdown since November, 2020. And where all other regions were to have less restrictions. And even before they went into the lockdown in November, there was, I never read anywhere or heard anywhere that even in the restaurants, there had been any outbreaks or sitting on the patios, there haven't been any outbreaks. The Pediatric Society said it wrote the provincial government last month to express its concern saying the measures would further confine Ontario's children and youth to their homes. The province did allow playgrounds to reopen, but the Canadian Pediatric Society said that is not enough. Now, the saying, although that reopened the playgrounds, a range of spaces are still off limits to children and youth, including soccer pitches, baseball diamonds, basketball courts. The letter says outdoor recreational spaces should immediately reopen unless the government has data showing these venues are sources of virus transmission. They never come out with the, with, with the showing sources of transmissions of these outdoor activities. And experts who are disease ineffective in, in, in uh, infection doctors have also urged that the risk of the COVID-19 transmission outdoors is much lower than, than during indoor activities. If you're doing it responsibly and not meaning gathering in large groups, not wearing a mask, not social distancing, that's not doing anything responsibly. And when you're taking away the safe options from people, as you do nothing to impact the places where the diseases is spreading at the time when the ICU's intensive care units are literally collapsing. For the longest time, workplaces were not being targeted. And throughout the pandemic, they've been calling on sick benefits for, for people to stay home. And finally, not too long ago, the Ontario government decides, okay, 
you know, we give, we'll give you three days sick pay. Not enough, the doctors are saying. Not enough, the businesses are saying. Too little, too late. There's one doctor here in Ontario. He is an infectious uh, disease specialist saying closing recreational activities does not make sense. And he is one of the top doctors that is calling on this Ontario government to open up these outdoor amenities. Now, I was reading the news and I was watching the news over the weekend here. The city of Toronto, small business like the small restaurants are, are getting ready to set up uh, curbside dining, you know, curbside patios. In, in hopes that in, in two weeks when, it, when it's the long weekend and, and that's when these restrictions are to be lifted. And in hopes that they're going to be at least be able to have some, you know, customers sitting on a curbside patio or, or restaurants that do have a patio, they'd be able to sit on the patio. There has been no announcement from the Ontario government whether these rules are going to be extended past the long weekend or they're going to be lifted. Now, in the last month, our case numbers have come down from around 4,800 per day down to 2,800 per day. Anybody in these high-risk areas, such as Brampton, Mississauga, the City of Toronto, York regions, 18 years and older are now eligible to get vaccinated. Which is a good thing. But still here in Canada, anybody receiving the first dose, well, then we'll have to wait four months for their second dose. Now that could change as more needles are getting in the arms of people and, and the case counts are, are dropping dramatically and that then they'll be able to speed up the second shot of the Pfizer or the Moderna. But people have to understand that even when you get your first shot, it takes at least two weeks for that vaccine to start to work. And then once you're fully vaccinated, the top doctors are saying 
You know, just like the flu shot, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when you get the flu shot, you can still get the flu. And yes, once you're fully vaccinated for this virus, you still could potentially get COVID-19. It's not 100%, but it's pretty effective. And it's pretty effective like the flu shot. Outdoor activities are vital for mental and physical health, especially with stay-at-home orders. We got to be doing something. Before they said we couldn't go to the golf course, before they said we couldn't go to any tennis courts or basketball courts or anything like that, These were safe activities. They were being done responsibly. Golf courses alike, they had strict rules in place. And those rules were working. People who were doing, you know, uh, the outdoor um, exercise classes in small groups. Nobody got COVID from doing that. Now, when you have the pediatric doctors now hollering at the Ontario government of getting these outdoor spaces, more outdoor spaces reopened, I mean, that tells you something. Safe outdoor activities are a good thing. I mean, kids can't even go to the skateboard park. But they can go play on, on, on the climbers and the swings. That doesn't even make any sense. They're not gathering in large groups around a skateboard park. There's a few kids out there on their skateboards having fun. No harm, no foul. Still, the Ontario government comes out, well, you know, we're going to, we're, 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 we are looking at the science. We're listening to the science. Well, you're not listening to the science because your own science table is telling you to open up the outdoor amenities. So you're not listening to the science. You're only hearing what you want to hear. They know where these cases are coming from. Because once they're discovered in a workplace, they do contact, contact tracing. And it didn't come from a safe activity outdoors. People get COVID-19, you know, um, wrong place 
at the wrong time. Bad luck. Parties, large gatherings, not social distancing, not wearing a mask is playing a factor in the spread of COVID-19. And then taking it to the workplace. And not knowing that you're infected at first because you haven't showed any symptoms. Spreading it unknowingly. And then you feel the symptoms. They say it could be two to five days. Maybe up to 10 days before you show any symptoms. We know it's coming from parties because uh, back a month ago, here in the city of London, the university students off campus partying and it started with 11 people getting, getting infected. And then within a couple of weeks, it went over 60. And then a couple of weeks, it went to 135 students. On campus, residents not following the rules also played a factor in the spread of COVID-19. So today is Mother's Day. And again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers around the world. They're saying if you want to see your mother, Do it safely. The whole family does not have to go over there to see mom. I know they all want to go do that. Couple members of the family. See your mother outside if she's able to come outside. Safely social distancing. Now, you know, I see that um, more and more. Um, outdoor markets um, opening up um, one in St. Thomas, not very far from, from uh, London. Um, if you are going to these outdoor markets, which is nice to just get some fresh air, right? You know, wear your mask, stay far apart, as you possibly can, you know, don't handle everything. You know, if you're not going to buy it, 
Don't touch it. Now, before I go, there is a short Mother Day poem for all the mothers around the world. Our mothers are really great. She's sweet as she can be. When we need some help, we know she's always there for us. Mom's love for all of us all the time. Even if we all have been a pest, she's always takes good care of us. Our mothers are the best. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this Sunday morning. Be safe out there. Do the right things out there. If you can see your mother, please do it safely. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. And again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers around the world. Thank you.